And I can only do like a half an hour and then I got to stop because I get all nauseous and dizzy and stuff. Room Radio is on the air, motherfuckers. My name is Darian. I am back for another week of horror shenanigans. I brought Miss Monica with me this time. I know. You found me. I found you. Uh-huh. Sitting around outside uh, my house in the yeah. front yard. Yeah. Said, oh, shit. How long have you been sitting there? <laughs> like three weeks. Yeah. I was waiting for you to let me in. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Monica, how are you, kiddo? It's been like uh, a month or so. Yeah. How are you feeling? Yeah. Oh. No good? Yeah. There's been so many things happening. Oh, no. Give me so, give me give me the highlights or lowlights. <clears throat> so last Saturday, mm-hmm. so it started with Friday. Um, the parole officer came home Friday, like four a.m. You right. know, and so Hachi was like whimpering, but I kind of blew it off. I yeah. was like, ah, he's just crying. So Friday, I got off work, <clears throat> come home, and he is like full on. You know, he's, in a, he's in a lot of pain. Yeah, he is. Okay. And so I gave him CBD like twice. Didn't right. knock him out. Then I gave him his tranquilizer pill. Okay. Didn't knock him out. <clears throat> Five o'clock comes. I get in the shower and he's laying in front of the the bed. And uh-huh. he's like in full. And, oh, you know, no. and so then the parole officer wakes up. Right. And now it's like 7 o'clock, and he's yelling. He's like, oh, my God, we got to get the guy out here to put him down. Oh, no. Yeah, and he's, like, yelling at me. We got to call the guy, bring him over, and put him down. And I'm, like, crying. And, yeah. And Hachi's looking up at me, and he's crying, and he can't get up. And he's like, look, he can't even move. And I'm like, we don't even know what's wrong with him. And so he's, so I go pick up my mom. In the meantime, and she's like saying her goodbyes to him too. Oh God! Yeah, she's all. Oh, she's all. Oh, the cancer got him, and oh. I'm like, how did the cancer get him? Like yeah. he was healthy, and so uh, I tell him, I go, well, hold on, I want to call these two places at eight o'clock, and so it was either Reno or the Gardnerville vet. Okay. And so I went down to Gardnerville. We took him out there. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get up. He just kept crying, like screaming. And so finally, we got him up. We got him into the Suburban, drive out there. The tech comes out, and he's like, "I he looks okay to me, but I don't know what's wrong. Right. And so we get him inside, and the vet's... I told the vet, I'm like, if we do blood work, can you tell if he has cancer? I'm like, if we have to put him down, 
I'm good with that. Right. And the guy's all, I don't want to do blood work because that's not going to tell me anything. Right. He's all, let me do x-rays. And I was like, okay, fine. We'll go from there. Okay. <clears throat> and so, yeah, this fucking dog, he's like going to be 10. Organs are good. Long heart. Barely any arthritis. Mm-hmm. And it's all that foot that got amputated the first time. The one that's already missing a toe. Yeah. So now there's another digit missing. Oh, so they had to take another <clears throat> toe off. Yeah, because it got so infected. It oh. was like the three times bigger than oh, his other yeah. toes. And so that's why he was in so much pain. Oh. So, yeah, he's been wearing a cone. That's and, probably for the best. Yeah. So I don't but know. But he's still alive. Yeah, you didn't have to put him down. I know. That's the main thing. And I'm telling him, I'm like, you were going to put him down, and he's a healthy dog. Well, and like, even my mom, I'm like, he is healthy. <laughs> I mean, healthy ish. He's still short of toe. <laughs> so, yeah, so I take him back Thursday for his appointment. Okay. And then on the follow, yeah. Two weeks from now, mm-hmm. I go into surgery for my back. Oh, God. I had to do it. Right. And then we're doing another surgery on June 3rd. So you're going to have to have two surgeries. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I know. I'm, like, worried about whether or not I'm going to wake up from that stuff. Of course you will. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? I don't know. That's a lot. Two you're surgeries. Tough, you're tough as nails, though, man. You've had already like a crap ton of surgeries. No, I've only had one back surgery. Oh, really? Yeah. What about your diaphragm? Didn't you need uh, surgery on your diaphragm? No, knock on wood, okay. not yet. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Night ain't over yet, babe. Well, you might, we might have to call this an early show, get you to the hospital. Wow. Well, uh, I'm glad uh-huh. he's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about the missing foot. I'm sorry you had to miss King Kong versus Yes, Godzilla, that's why too. we couldn't go. I I know. I I was like, they're going to think that we're lying. (laughs) Like, how does this happen? Like on a Saturday morning with him. That's when it happens. You know, that's just when it happens. I know. And I yelled at him. I'm like, you were fucking home all day Friday. Why didn't you take him in? I was waiting for you. Yeah. All right. Well, other than Monica's life, we do have a regular horror show to get into here, kids. We got horror news, listener mail, all the usual shenanigans. And I came like a person that listens to the show with nothing. As usual. <laughs> and I'm going to listen to this movie going in blind, too. Oh, perfect. Because I started it and then I went, fucking Darian. I- <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to let you explain okay, this movie. Then. I will. Okay. And I will. I watched it in its entirety Woo. and we'll break down every detail. All but right. first, horror news. <laughs> horror news. So I'm guessing you have nothing on horror news. <laughs> no. I figured that. I haven't even looked. That's okay. You've uh, you've had real <laughs> horror news. Not yes, just, I have. Not just the movies and shit. <laughs> I get that. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's start it off with uh, Renfield. You know the name? Dracula's little assistant guy? Oh, uh-huh. He is getting his own spinoff movie from Universal. Oh. What do you okay. think of that? What's he going to do? Don't know. Oh. Uh, something cool, I hope. Huh. Um, I hope they use the same kind of craziness from 
the Bela Lugosi. You know, yeah. we, we, so we've seen Renfield in every single iteration of Dracula. Yes. I think Dwight Fry was probably the best Renfield. They were all batshit crazy. I'm just hoping they put somebody attractive in. Yeah, well, I mean, you never, you never know which way they might, they might make her, make it a chick. No, I don't. I, you never know. Put Ben Barnes in there. Sure. Yeah, he might be too attractive, too tall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you want somebody that looks like they were digging in a garbage can. Oh, Tom Hardy. There you go. Well, too, too. He's muscular. short enough. I know, but he's too. Yeah, but he, I see him being a little hunched back too. Maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, Crystal Lake Tours will be open reopening uh, in New Jersey this spring. Which technically, it already is spring, so oh, okay. fairly soon, I assume. Uh, New Jersey. Huh. I don't know that I need to go there. I'm not a huge Friday the 13th guy to begin with. Yeah. I mean, it'd be kind of cool because it's a famous filming location. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's just going to be a bunch of rundown cabins and shit mm. and maybe like a snack bar. They can do that here. They could. Yeah. But, I mean, that's where they actually film the first Friday the 13th. Hmm. I don't know. If you're yeah. into it, uh, here's some <clears throat> something really stupid. Slumber Party Massacre yes. is being remade. <laughs> but wait, there's <clears throat> more. Uh-huh. It's, going, it's being remade and will air exclusively on the Sci-Fi Network later this year. Oh, God. Now, I'm not a fan. Who, first off, who the fuck is still watching Sci-Fi? What good has come of Sci-Fi? I don't even know. Um... Channel Zero was all right. That face-off show with the special effects guys, that was all right. Mm. And I think both of those shows have been canceled for like 10 years now. Hmm. I, I, I cannot come up with a reason to watch sci-fi. Sci-fi should stick to sci-fi and leave horror to horror. Yes. Games. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. Okay. What? Okay, but they're basic cable also, uh-huh. which means no boobs, probably hardly any cussing. Oh. Um, they're very limited with the gore and the violence. Yeah, when you said that, I pictured the the one I watched not long ago. It was some kind of slumber party movie where the the chicks were having a swimming pool party in the backyard. Okay. I don't know if you saw this one. And the main chick was like super skinny and super snow white with Fail. flaming red hair and big Ooh. boobs. Ooh. No, but I'm interested. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's something to think about. Uh, animated series Godzilla Singular Point is going to hit Netflix uh, in June mm. for all you Godzilla dorks. Did you get get around to Godzilla vs. Kong yet? Yes. What do you think? You didn't like it? No. Why didn't anybody like it except for me? I enjoyed it. I felt, I felt there were people in there that were unnecessary. Like who? Like the short, fat, nerdy kid. Yeah. His role really? was unnecessary. That entire plot with the kids and the podcaster that we didn't need any of that yeah and why do we need to throw in him eating too yeah like snow come on i don't know (laughs) yeah well i mean you there was a lot of monsters fighting in that movie and i suppose you can't just have a two hour long fight sequence as (laughs) as badass as i think it would be you got but you gotta you know put some filler in there so you got to come up with like a yeah but wasn't the last Godzilla Godzilla movie kind of like that it was just all monsters fighting I know I haven't you're talking about King of the Monsters yeah I have I, I watched that one that. and I pretty much recall like no storyline that's what I want it was just fighting it's like Mortal Kombat with kaiju monsters oh oh all right then Jesus Christ uh, lastly some good news hmm. Psycho Goreman. Mm, part two? No, uh, no, no announcement there. Oh, yeah, but no, 
not announcement either. Uh, it's going to be hitting Shutter next month. Oh, cool. Can't wait to see that one again. Yeah. Right on, man. That's all we got on the listener mail. You ready for some, or the uh, horror news, I mean. Uh-huh. You ready for some actual listener mail? Yeah. We actually do have some this week. Oh, cool. So there's that. Okay. All right, here we go. Listener mail. Listener mail. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. kick things off with some uh, emails there, tough guy. All Let's right. get uh, over to our old friend Mike. Mike is in the house. Subject line, few movie reviews. Let's see if you can get at least two ma- two emails this week. First off, Darian, <laughs> you are the ritual. And did you just read the synopsis off the box? Look, look Mike. <laughs> Uh, educating Miss Monica is not my strong suit because my name's not Monica. All right, that's her job, and when she doesn't show up, I have to fill in last second. Like, so you're right, you're right, you son of a bitch. But uh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, Blood Widow. I'd like to say this movie was written around the look of the villain, but honestly, I think it was written around that damn crossbow. <laughs> you're probably right. Got to watch The Untamed, new on Shudder this month. I'll go ahead and recommend this one. If you ever find yourself in the mood for a gay Spanish soap opera that combines the two classic genres of alien-human hybrid invasion story with Japanese tentacle porn, and just leave it at that. I mean, who's not in the mood for a gay Spanish soap opera? That's mm. like my, that's one of my weaknesses right there, Mike. I'm sold. <clears throat> Another random movie I threw on was Sister of Mine. First off, if you're ever wondering what the 12-year-old Ophelia from Pan's Labyrinth grew up, the answer is very well. Unfortunately, the movie ended up being all drama and no thriller. It was told that classic tale from Pornhub, brother moves away only to come back home to find out his half-sister grew up very well endowed and is almost as kinky as he is. Weirdness unfolds and the family is broken up and lives ruined. Oddly enough, not from the brother sleeping with his sister, but from the brother also sleeping with his sister's best friend. I mean... Wow, okay. (laughs) That's a little confusing. Incest, (laughs) A-OK. Infidelity outside of said incest, no can do. I get you there, Mike. That's, uh... I might have to look into that one. That Hmm. sounds interesting. Um... I would have recommended giving this one a hard pass until the last two minutes of the film when being completely crushed and used by the brother she loved, the sister while crying in her room, opens her laptop and, you guessed it, the theme to Cannibal Holocaust plays from her speakers. And she continues to rub one out to the priest punishing that nice young lady with a wooden dildo. Yep, that happens. Mike. Okay. <laughs> well, you got my curiosity on the, on the sister and brother story there, Mike. Thanks for writing in, big guy. Uh, you got me on the education part. Uh, speaking of Tim, here comes Tim from Sydney, Australia. <clears throat> Hi, Tim. Our brother over at the Horror for Dummies podcast. Subject line, got ya. Hey, guys, how's things? I've missed you, and sorry for the lack of emails. Been busy over here. First off, Darian, are you the ritual? Yes, I am. Also, I'm shocked you've never seen Kong Skull Island and King of Monsters. Dude, do yourself a favor and check out Skull Island. That's my personal favorite out of the bunch. Anyway, keep up the stellar work. I'll catch you next time. Love you, <clears throat> Tim. See? I, I, I know. I've got to get caught up on the MonsterVerse. Because mm-hmm. apparently it's pretty dope. 
Uh, let's get down to Tokyo, Japan. Here comes Lonely Bob in the house. Lonely Bob. Subject line, educating. For educating Darian, you are Ritual, one of my favorite films of 2018. It was a welcome surprise Netflix hit that year. Kevin at Lonely Bob. You're exactly right, Kevin. I got to start making these harder. I thought that one would have been hard enough. I wonder what part gave it away. The uh, Lost in the Woods. Well, as soon as you said the opening line, bachelor party, and we're going to the woods. Yeah, shit. I mean, there's other movies. There's a lot of horror movies that start that way. Guys go taking some guy trip. They get all fucked up. Mm-hmm. All right, whatever. Uh, here comes Cooper, I think. There's no name on this one, but I'm pretty sure this one's Cooper. Cooper. Subject line, perhaps you'd like to butter the rolls. I'm not sure what he's going for there. Hmm. Hey, guys. Hope everyone is doing well. I really liked Audition. That foot-sawing shit was awesome. The crazy, trippy, very Japanese psychological scenes were fun, and Darian's Asian accent was spot on. In all, not a bad movie to see once. Yeah, once. Oh, very good for you. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Thanks for writing in, Coop, I think. Uh, here comes Lance from Austin, Texas. Hi, Lance. Our other brother from the Horror Returns it's been podcast. a while. Ben has been a while. Subject line, <clears throat> captured and thrown back into the padded room at last. Hey, padded room crew, it has been some time since I've written in, and I have finally been able to catch up on all the episodes. <clears throat> yep, at my job, we are back to commuting into our office every day, and those 35 miles each direction in Houston traffic sure give a guy time to catch up on old podcasts. <sighs> Since you guys said last week that that you only have one listener left, take heart. I can assure you I have not missed an episode. Just didn't want to write in when I was listening to to seven and eight week old shows and sound sounded like an asshole. So Darian, in educating segment, are you the ritual? Yes, I am. Fucking fuck. All right. Uh, I think it was a pretty solid little Netflix movie, and if you aren't the ritual, I sure as hell would like to know which film you are. <coughs> Definitely enjoying this month's films, and Underwater actually made my top ten list last year. Get better, Monica. We're all rooting mm-hmm. for you, and it's good to hear Buddy around more these days. I gotta tell you, though, having the kid on is genius. I really think you guys always bring a solid show, and sometimes it can be fun to mix it up also. Also, I'm sure you have to be a lot more on your toes with some things you say. More than once, you guys have cracked me up by having to stop a phrase or work mid-sentence to rethink the, rethink it through. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, when Deacon's on the show, we do a lot of, uh, oh, what the fudge, and uh, <laughs> that, guy, that guy's a real pooper, and, uh, well, poop-a-doops. <laughs> anyway, guys, I think you'll see more feedback again as more people get dragged back to commuting. Keep it up. Lance from Texas. Thanks, Lance. Right on, Lance. Thanks for writing in, dude. Uh, let's get back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. The cowboy. Subject line. Hi-ho, fuckers. Away the lone listener. And thanks, Darian. Evening, padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and made it in tonight. Tonight, At least buddy, so Darian isn't talking to the houseplants. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha! Well, you might have scared everyone else away, but you're still stuck with me listening. Best wishes for Monica. Hope surgery went well and she has a smooth recovery. I'll start with a huge thanks, Darian, for last week's show. It almost put me off Asian porn. (laughs) But if you can power through with face bandages, I figure I can knuckle down even with your Asian impression stuck in my head. (laughs) Glad you guys enjoyed the jerky, and there will be a new batch soon. 
Just so you know, the four pepper blend was used in the jerky, which includes Carolina Reaper, Ghost Pepper, Scorpion Sting, and Habanero. Dude, you missed out wow. on some, you missed out on some pretty spicy jerky there, kiddo. Oh, no, it was jerky. Though. It was. It was beef mm-hmm. jerky, but it was it was pretty banging. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's like a uh, one-two punch. I did have a thought about trying a mustard and pepper jerky and will gladly share if it turns out well. On Blood Widow, I like the look of the killer and hey, we got to see a pair of tits. <laughs> Just for like a split second though, cowboy. Educate Darian, you're the ritual. Actually had you figured out by the second clue. Yeah, that's what Monica just told me too. Good movie and good reminder as to why I always go hiking well prepared and it's never good to go trailblazing in the backwoods. And if you're wondering, thanks to insomnia, I tend to watch really random movies, especially 80s and 90s crappy fun horror. Not my fault you happen to pick ones I've seen. Did watch Godzilla vs. Kong with my Hellions over the weekend. Dug it and was just what I expected. Big monsters fighting. Gotta say, though, I've always been Team Godzilla. Kong wouldn't survive if Godzilla dragged his ass deep into the ocean. Watched a few movies this week, and my current letterbox list of the year, it's at 98 horror movies. I think I'm at 73 right now. The Conjuring with my oldest and laughed when they jumped a few times. Freddy vs. Jason, just for the hell of it and something fun to watch while working. Wolves at the Door, home invasion movie dealing with a Manson family cult. Thought it was pretty good and liked how the killers didn't say a thing throughout the movie. The Hunt, mentioned this one to Buddy a bit. Fantastic movie Mm. and really fun. Hell, 30 minutes in and already had 11 fun deaths. Bit of a comedy mixed in at the and that worked really well. Plus, again, there are one line of dialogue that explains certain things, but I don't want to spoil it. It's well worth a watch and one I could rewatch a few times. A little something with PS4 gaming. PlayStation Plus has two zombie games up for this month, and one features Nazi zombies. I'm going. I'm going to hopefully get some gaming in this weekend and get some zombie kills in. Added a few picks I thought you would get a chuckle out of. Look forward to listening to your shenanigans in the morning and hope everyone has a great week. Catch you on the flip, cowboy. Thanks, cowboy. Oh, he's got some cartoons here. You have a great week. You too. (laughs) That's a good one. Here you go, Monica. Who the hell sends Burt Wiener picks? (laughs) Freddie. That's That's nasty, cowboy. Right on, man. Looks like uh, we got some voicemails here to get to. Okay, let's start it off with our old friend, your pod boyfriend, Mr. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Hey yo. Hey yo. Padded room. How's my favorite degenerate this week? So yeah, I hope so everyone's good. doing well. Hey, we're here. Hope Miss Monica is uh, on the road to recovery, and if she can be, Not or quite. you know, <laughs> we're thinking of you. Hope you're doing better. Absolutely. Um, God. Damn, I can't believe I fucking missed calling in for oh, Neon Maniacs. Uh, no, Darian, you are not the only one to have seen that flick. And oh. uh, You know what? In spite of all of its bullshit, I actually kind of like it. It's still. a fun but, movie. Uh, kind of a funny story on that. When I was growing up, I had a friend who knew who knew a guy whose father was somehow invested in like a, a local video store, okay. like Cinemacade or some video time, something like that. All right. And uh, so he would get, like, these horror movie uh, posters from them. Okay. And, um, you know, that's where I saw, like, the Evil Dead 2 poster and, uh, you know, with the skull with the eyeballs. Oh, yeah. And uh, 
It'll be a slaughterhouse. I still remember the tagline, <laughs> the buddy has an axe to grind, a big axe, and this big burly motherfucker with an axe. And, uh, you know, I, I just would see all these great, like, uh, horror movie posters, but they would never, they would never po- put the posters up because, you know, it's like a small video store. They're not going to fucking advertise that shit. Right. But for whatever reason, I guess they would still get them. But they wouldn't get the fucking flicks either. Oh. One of them was Neon Maniacs. And yeah. I was like, fuck, that thing's awesome, you know? And the the cover with all their different fucking faces mm-hmm. on there, you know, kind of poking around. And I remember liking the guy with the noose, the hangman. Yeah. And uh, that kill he has where the guy tries to run past him. He gets the noose over his head. The guy falls down like, prone on his stomach, and he, like, stands over and puts his foot in his back and just, like, yanking the choke on him. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. But I also, uh, he had the poster for Creepazoid. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I've ever told you that that poster, like, inspired this huge hunt for that flick. Like, How every time I'd go to, like, a used record store or whatever, if they had movies, you know, I'd go looking for it. Uh-huh. Or, if ever I was in, like, a, a weird town, you know, uh, I always wanted to see Creepazoids and see what that flick was. Because the, the fucking, uh, the poster looks so awesome, yeah. you know? Like, God damn, it's going to be, like, one of the greatest the movies ever. 80s movies. Move over, aliens. Here come the Creepazoids. Fuck yeah, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love this flick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, finally did see it. Not no, the best. Not even close. But, uh, <laughs> yep. Funny thing, I I always wanted that poster, that Creepazoids poster, because, you know, it's so oddly. GP. That picture always reminded me of He-Man. Yeah, a lot of, uh, <laughs> lot, like every 80s mo- horror movie, movie poster at all, always had like a dude with a shirt torn. Uh, he called back. G motherfucking P. Hell yeah. All right, I'm sorry, I was definitely droning on there. Anyway, I always wanted that poster. You know, and I could never find that poster, you know. So one it's time hot. I was at a, a horror convention and they somebody had it on Laserdisc for sale. I never <laughs> owned a fucking Laserdisc player. I don't think anybody did. And I bought the fucker as the closest I'm ever going to get to a poster and I still have the damn Laserdisc. Nice. You know, it's hanging in the garage, you know, with a bunch of other silly ass shit. <laughs> anyway, let, let me move on before I keep going droning on about Oh, you're the fine. Um, Hey, the horror news, I assume you guys probably already did talk about this one, but if not, I'd like to get your thoughts. Uh, apparently, they're doing a remake, Slumber Party Massacre. Yes, sir. Which, I'm like, whatever, I don't give a fuck, you know. It's, sci-fi. it's a fine flick. It's, you know, it is what it is. Though. We all know the flick, but um, it's going to be on the sci-fi channel. Go fuck yourself. And to me, it's just like, fuck, man, the... We all know what the best thing about that flick was, was, you know, all the fucking the girls movies. running around with their tops on. Yeah. Now you're going to put it on you can't do it the on sci-fi fun. channel. They won't let you do it. And obviously, you know, it's going to be, we're not going to get what we normally get, right? We're not going to get anything. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I'm not pissed I'm not about it because it's not like sacred to me or no. any bullshit like that. Just the idea that you're going to have it on this watered down, you know, watered down station where you can't you can't do anything you can't get the full flick i don't know just the whole idea of it just yeah. doesn't, doesn't sit well with me i agree uh anyway real quick what are you looking at department i got to catch a couple of flicks okay i saw the night breed again good show um, 
because I thought it was on uh, Amazon. Sure. And I was like, oh, fuck, man. You know, I think that's the director's cut, because it was like 120 minutes. Yeah. I have no idea if it was the fucking director's cut, and I don't even remember what the, the difference between the director's cut and the standard or the original or the theatrical release, whatever. Okay. Anyway, you know, we've all seen that one. It's a good flick. Um, I saw this other flick called They Reach. They Reach. And, uh, you know, it's your standard possession, uh, ghost story kind of a thing. Okay. Um, I really want somebody else to fucking watch this flick, though. I'm going to write that down. Because I want somebody to explain the fucking title, They Reach, to me. Uh, At one point, it looked like... It was on like an album cover. Okay. Like, oh, okay. So the band reached reach, or the album names they reach. That's got something to do with something. I don't know what the fuck they reach has to do with anything. But like I said, it's a decent enough. Flick. Okay. Um. Oh, I do catch uh, a couple of uh, horror documentaries. Um, GP again. They reach. They reach. He says. He called back again. Let's see if this works. Okay, that's twice. Yeah. This is totally on me. Sorry, oh, guys. Oh, it's fine. Uh, look, so anyway, this Masters of Horror documentary hosted by uh, Bruce Campbell. Okay. Um, actually pretty good, you know. They got they got some good guys. They got Dario Argento. Cool. They got uh, Wes Craven. Nice. It's on um, YouTube for free. Uh, it, it's fun. It's fun. It's worth it. You know, they kind of, each one kind of, they kind of assign like a thing to each one, you know, like... Uh, you know, Dario Argento, the master of fucking eye horror, some bullshit like that. <laughs> uh, so it, it's pretty good. Kind of recommend it. But then that sent me down this uh, rabbit hole of another documentary called uh, Invitation, The Night of the Demons, like making of or document, whatever huh. the fuck it is. Okay. So we love Night of the Demons. Everyone loves Night of the Demons. Fuck yeah. But this fucking doc, first off, this documentary... It's like maybe 70 minutes long, and it's got like fucking 20 commercials that you can't skip through. Oh, no. And they're, so, and they're not even like spaced out. Like, they'll jump in right in the middle of a fucking, Ugh. somebody's, you know, sent, somebody's saying something, and all of a sudden, boom, commercial. Yeah, what the fuck? I, I guess you can't complain about it because you're getting it for free, but just the same. It's like, God damn, man, this is annoying as shit. But be. it's funny. Because, like you know, Kevin Tenney, the, the director yeah. of that, you know, who also did Witch Trap. Uh, Witchboard and Witch Trap, yep. you know, some of my favorite flicks. Um, the, the way they talk about the film, now look, I'm not, I love horror films and all that. I, I'm not one of these guys, oh, you know, fucking, you know, stupid ass film about teenagers running around and fucking guy with an axe chops them up. <laughs> Whatever, man. Just have fun with it. Yeah. But to hear them talk about, you know, well, when I did, when I did Witchboard, it was more of a, a character study. <laughs> and this one now? I decided I wanted... Now, what the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> Look, you made a fucking fun-ass horror flick. Just fucking say, hey, man, it was a fun old horror flick. We had fun with it. We had... And then move the fuck along, man. I get it. Anyway, I've droned on long enough. Love you like family. Love you too, Bye. Tom Hardy. Thanks for calling oh, wait. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, hey. Educating. Hey, uh, yes. for this week... Are you the ritual? I am. Um, I actually haven't seen that flick, but I do remember you guys talking about it. Okay, out for real this time. Love you like family about. Love you too, Tom Hardy. All right, my man. I think for our song, can we play the ritual uh, by one? Dan Reed? Uh, sure. Never heard of it, but I'll <laughs> really. Try. I'll play it. Yeah, why not? 
Uh, right on, dude. That was all we had on the listener mail there, Miss Monica. Do you have anything for Tom Hardy, Cowboy, Lance, Cooper, Kevin, uh, Tim, or Mike? Thanks, guys, for always listening. Absolutely. Yeah. Those of you that are still listening. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, I will go ahead and get into a horror movie then here, shall I? Mm-hmm. Did it, baby. We bought the house. Why did you pick this place anyway? I don't know. I told him to pick a place away from the city. He'd been looking at it for a while, so... Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Mark invited a few people over to see the place. I thought this weekend was just for us. What's that? Looks like the basement. That doesn't look like it's on his property. I don't think anyone will mind if we have a look. I don't know, guys. This place looks like it's condemned. Miss Wilson, it's about the house next door. I understand it's a boarding school, but why did it close? Yes. It's Blood Widow from 2014, baby. Obviously, I picked the wrong one. You probably picked the right one. I think I picked the wrong one. I picked 2020. I picked 2014. (laughs) There's more than one Blood Widow, apparently. Yeah, I guess so. Yours was about a vampire? Yeah, a serial killer, and it was a vampire's. That sounds much better than what I got. Yeah, lots of chicks, and I was like, I can't take this anymore. Oh, I got a uh, a uh, slasher ninja chick. Oh, okay. So there's that for you. Wow. All right. So here we are. It's Blood Widow from 2014. Got 2.9 stars on IMDb, which I should add is two is 0. 0.2 of a star higher than Miss Monica's Blood Widow. <laughs> so technically, I win. I feel like it's directed by Jeremiah Buckholt and written by Chad Krupp. Stars Danielle Lilly, Brandon Kyle. Petey Petrius and Christopher de Padua. Uh, this movie is not rated. It comes in at an hour and 29 minutes. <clears throat> you can find this bad guy on Amazon Prime or Tubi or anywhere else uh, hmm. that you, you can find random horror movies for free because nobody's going to charge you for this piece of entertainment. Wow. Uh, we start off with a young couple. Actually, we start off with a, a photographer who is just running around taking pictures of random shit. He comes across an old abandoned building, and he has to get a picture of some grapes that are in the front yard of the old abandoned building. So he hops the fence, he gets a picture of his grapes, and then he decides he's going to go scope out the inside of the abandoned building. Now, a couple of pro Okay. (laughs) This is not a good movie, my friends. And there are a lot of things wrong with it. And I'm going to try not to nit, nitpick it, but some of them slap you right in the face. And here is one of them. 
This guy's walking around the outside of the quote-unquote abandoned building, and what you're looking at from the outside is some kind of an institution, I mm. would say. It's, uh, it's not like a huge place. It might have been like a house that was converted or something like that. But the important thing that I'm getting at here, Monica, mm-hmm. is that from the exterior of the house, which we see on numerous occasions in the film, there are two doors in the front, uh, probably six inches apart. Oh, okay. Okay? Okay. Now, once he goes inside and uh-huh. he starts poking around the living room, there is only one door there that he oh. walks in and out of. Okay. Now, I'm not a stickler for details. <laughs> I that, would be. That's something that jumps out at me. That's like saying, hey. Yeah, what happened to the door? You're too stupid to, to think about that other door, so just go with it. Okay. <laughs> what you're telling me here. All right, so there's that. He goes in there. He's poking around, looking at stuff. He decides he's going to go down in the basement. Uh, He's taking pictures. There's like an old doll down there. And then a shadowy figure emerges, uh, kills him, stabs him up pretty good. And uh, then, like, as the camera pans, we see, like, a porcelain doll mask sitting on a shelf. Oh. And the shadowy figure picks up the mask and puts it on. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. That's pretty, whatever, you know, every slasher has to have a mask. What I was hoping for in this movie, and I'd seen this one before, and I remember not being too mad at it, but I wasn't watching, watching it for the purposes of the podcast. What I was hoping for was a female slasher. That's what I want. Mm. Like something that we can build a franchise around. Okay. Now, we've, I don't think we've ever had one, have we? We've had female villains in horror movies. We've had witches. Uh, we've had, um, like, uh, what was it, Scream 2? They should have continued with American Mary as well, a villain. Yeah, but that's more of a rape-revenge thing. And she, I would argue that she wasn't really a villain. Mm. I love American Mary, don't get me wrong. But what I want is a Michael Myers with boobs type of a thing, you know? And, you know, I'm not saying she's got to be, like, naked or anything, but I would like a female franchise slasher. I don't know why we haven't had one yet. Okay. And if we have, I would love to know about it because it seems to have slipped my well, mind. Well, we haven't made the movie yet. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, let's we're, do it. We're going we're gonna to watch. Um, you have to watch Blood <laughs> And we're going to take, take special notes of what not to do, starting with how many doors are on the outside of the house and how many are on the inside. God damn it. All right, anyway. Our uh, photographer is dead. He's down there. It's gross. Now we're going to cut to uh, probably about a quarter mile away. A uh, young couple has just bought a house not too far away from our abandoned institute or whatever it is. And they're very excited. Now, <laughs> um, I've, I've bought a house before. I've mm-hmm. moved into a house. Rarely do they hand you the keys to the house. Mm-hmm. And you walk in, and all of your furniture is already there. Oh, that's again. I'm not trying. I don't. I'm not trying to nitpick this house okay. or this movie. But they hand them the keys. And they're like, "Oh my god, we just bought a house. We did it. Oh yay!" And then they was walk it in. their furniture or was it furnished? There's no mention of the furniture. Oh. No. Uh, hey, look at this. Is some nice stuff in here. No, no, nothing. They just walk in and they're like, "Yay, we bought a house." <laughs> And all their stuff is already there. So, okay, then. Not only that, but apparently they bought it sight unseen because mm. they have to then take a tour of the house. And, oh, here's the bedroom, bathroom, bathroom and bathroom, and there's a kitchen. In all fairness, my dad, that's how he I bought our I'm not saying that first. never happens. I'm not saying that never happens. I'm just saying that's very strange to me. Yeah. It can happen, but 
I don't know. It's, it's, it's for the fucking furniture okay. in here. So now they're <laughs> they're going to move in this young this young couple. Uh, we're going to meet these two. It's Hugh and Lori, and they just bought the house from an older couple called the Wilsons. Oh, the Wilsons. Yeah. So you and Lori get in there. Let's talk about Hugh and Lori for a mm. second. Uh, early twenties, I think. Uh, Lori, or more to the point, the actress that plays Lori, has the staunchest resting bitch face you've ever seen in your life and she will just throughout the the movie and i suppose this is a writing flaw more than anything else Mm -hmm. she goes from happy to sad happy to sad happy to sad just like that or more like happy to mad i should say but when that bitch face kicks in you know it's it's go time okay uh so there they are it's their their first night in their new house they're quote unquote moving in and by that i mean rearranging dishes in the kitchen and uh, pretty soon, here, here, I don't know. <laughs> I okay. Don't, I don't know. Here comes a car rolling down the driveway. This is a rural area, I should mention also. Right. Uh, here comes a car. Uh, Lori looks out the, the window, and she's like, hey, somebody's coming. And you goes, oh, yeah, I invited uh, Mark, uh, and he's bringing some friends with him, our buddy Mark from the city. And Lori immediately gets all pissed off. I would be pissed off, too, right away. This is supposed to be our house, and you can't have people over here on the first night, you son of a bitch. You what need the to fuck? Tell He's like, whoa, whoa, you're just going to stop by and maybe have a beer or two. That's all. So she's already all fucked off. Here comes Mark. And now we're going to meet the, the rest of the party crew here. Uh-huh. And these are the exact typical kids you expect to encounter in a slasher movie. You have Mark, the party man. You have his trophy girlfriend, who's fairly attractive and a bit of a slut. Uh, nah. I swear to God. Uh, then you have Harmony, the hippie chick. And then you have a guy named Kenneth. Now let's talk about Kenneth for a moment. Kenneth is supposed to be... I don't know. I, okay, so something I should mention about this, this movie before we move on. Mm-hmm. All of these... Everybody in any way involved with this movie was fresh out of film school. Oh, okay. Uh, the actors, cast, crew, all of them. Just this is their first feature, and they you know kind of cobbled it together. So it's it's a first time run. Mm. Now the actor that played with that played Kenneth mm-hmm. is clearly gay. Mm. His mannerisms very um, have to bring feminine. Up this cast, yeah. Okay. Look up Kenneth, and you'll say to yourself that guy's <laughs> clearly gay. But for the purposes of the film, Kenneth the character is like a Mac Daddy. And he's hitting on all the chicks, and everybody's gonna fuck. He's gonna fuck all these chicks before the the day is over. Lori looks hot in this picture. Let me see that picture. But but it's not. It's, it does not look like the rest of her pictures. Okay, if you can like, yeah, yeah. Th- th- she's got a nice body on her. I'll give her that. But the bitch face is a problem. Yeah, yeah. And she, different. Yeah, it's see? gotta be different yeah. girl. Jeez. And she maybe it's just how she's portrayed in this movie, but she looks angry for. <laughs> 70% of the movie, at least. <gasps> so here comes Mark and the party crew, and they're walking around. Oh, look at this house. It's so great. And Mark's like, yeah, we're going to have a party down. And again, Lori's all fired off. She's like, what the fuck, you? You can't just be inviting your friends to our house. He's like, look, we're going to have a couple beers, and they're going to split. And Oh, this was Kenneth? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, he looks much more uh, ambiguous in the movie. Um <laughs> So now we're, we're fighting back and forth, you and Lori. Everybody else is kind of fucking off. Uh, they look across the, this little field front yard and they see the abandoned uh, institution there. Mm. So Kenneth is like, let's go check it out, guys. And Mark's like, yeah. 
So Mark, slot girlfriend, Kenneth, and Harmony, the um, hippie chick, decide they're going to go over there and poop around in the old uh, abandoned institution also. Okay, cool. So away they go. They're kicking around. The place is abandoned. It's old and creepy. And, uh, you know, you see like, um, I don't know, there's like a buffalo head. Mm. Again, the inside looks like a house and a fairly small one at that. Mm -hmm. The outside is like this big thing. And... (laughs) I don't, I don't. I don't know, man. I think they were maybe a little ambitious with their their photography here, but uh, they get, they find a bunch of old crap, and then eventually they're like, "Ooh, it's getting creepy in here," and we see this shadowy figure via POV vision, kind of following them around and checking them out as they go, and then as they finally leave. The the doll mask pops up in the upper floor window and watches them walk back across oh, the field. Okay. All right, pretty creepy, pretty creepy stuff. A lot mm-hmm. of a lot of weird shit going on. Uh, one thing that Mark forgot to mention, or more to the point, you forgot to mention, is that Mark invited a few other friends to come over that night for drinks. Oh, to Hugh and Lori's house. <laughs> so now we're going to fast forward <laughs> about uh, I don't know five six hours. The sun has gone down, uh-huh. and we now have a full rave. Going on here at the new, the new house. Oh, and was, I would be so angry. Lori is pretty angry. <laughs> then she starts dancing badly, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> there you have it. Oh, now okay. She, now she's in. She's oh, all in. Okay. So things are going pretty wacky. Uh, full rave going on. The slut girlfriend gets a little too drunk and decides to start making out with Kenneth. Mm. That's okay because Mark is hammered and he's sitting on the uh, the kitchen floor possibly thinking about throwing up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Kenneth takes a break from making out with the slut girl, uh-huh. and that's when Harmony makes her move. Uh-huh. And she does it in a very creepy way. Mm. She takes her, her sweater and pulls it up over her face uh-huh. and then goes and stands next to Kenneth and dances <laughs> like a weirdo. <laughs> and then she pulls it down and she's like, Hi, Kenneth! And he's like, Hey, how's it going? And she's like, I just took acid. You want to take some? Oh... He's like, uh, yeah, okay, sure. So she gives him some acid. Uh-huh. It's like, let's go back to that creepy place over there. I'm going to take my Buddha statue. And then the our acid that we just took will hit the peak while we're back over at the creepy uh, place. So we'll be over there. Clearly, she, she, I think she wants to fuck him. Yeah. Which is fine. I get yeah. that. By all means, go to the abandoned building and have sex with each mm-hmm. other. She's going about this in a very creepy way, though. Because mm. she's like giving him the postal eyes. Mm-hmm. And, hey, you want some acid? <sighs> All right. So he's like, yeah, okay. Uh, she goes to get her Buddha statue because somehow she needs her Buddha statue to, <laughs> to help her have sex in the mm. abandoned place. And while she does that, the slut girl comes back and starts making out with Kenneth again. So uh, she comes down, spots slut girl making out with Kenneth, and she's like, oh, I'm still tripping balls on acid. I'll just go to the... Uh, crazy old uh, dormitory by myself with my Buddha statue and I'll I'll just uh, do that instead by herself so away she goes off to the abandoned institute uh, goes in there takes an iPod her Buddha statue and like a knapsack's worth of incense and candles and sets herself up for some kind of a weird transcendental meditation on acid situation there in the Mm. abandoned building and she's playing the music and the candles and then the titular blood widow shows up and this is where we get a good look at the blood widow Mm -hmm. uh it's a it's a it's a hot chick she's got like an s&m outfit on and the doll mask Mm -hmm. so she's like a ninja with it with the doll mask and she of course kills harmony the hippie Mm. uh that's pretty gnarly (laughs) 
And uh, I think she stabbed her to death. Very cool. Or no, she stabbed her, and then she took the stupid Buddha statue and bashed her, her face in with that. Nice. All right, well done. Now, this is where things get particularly dumb, because mm. the Blood Widow is making her way across the field to the party house where a random couple has gone outside into the field to make out with each other. Mm. And I suspect they had some finger banging in mind. <laughs> I think that's what you do in the field. You go out there to, you know, get the... Get the Double click the mouse. Get the juices rolling. Get the things going in the down below. Um, and then the blood widow pop. They, they're like they're making out for a second, and then in an almost cartoon fashion, they stop making out and kind of pull apart for a second. The blood widow comes up between them and decapitates them both. Oh, and uh, it with a sword. It looked like she used her elbow. To oh, me, because okay. she lit like the way this shot is set up, uh-huh. she literally just knocks the heads off of both of them, th- and then <laughs> blood comes out. Oh, okay. So <laughs> what? That, that's what we have to sign okay. off. Okay. So now you would think that this would lead to more murder and madness mm-hmm. here at the the rave party. Yeah, it does not. <laughs> from this point, we <laughs> immediately cut to the next morning. Okay. And everybody is gone, and there's trash all over the place. Oh. Uh, our main party crew is still there. They're, like, sleeping on the floor and sniffing each other's underwear and stuff. And uh, <laughs> Hugh wakes up, and he's like, hey, where's Lori? Lori's out on the porch smoking, uh-huh. which means she's very mad, uh-huh. apparently. Yeah. He's like, oh, God, I'm in big trouble. And then Mark wakes up, and he's like, oh, so hungover. And then the slut chick wakes up, and she's like, uh, I think she was laying next to Kenneth, Mm because they probably had sex. Uh, And then they're like, oh, my God, where's Harmony? I don't know. So they start looking around trying to find Harmony. They can't find her, but there is a mysterious car still parked in the the driveway, Mm. probably from the two people that got their heads elbowed Mm -hmm. off that night in the field. So who's the car? I don't know. Let's call Harmony. Uh, She's not answering her phone. Should we call the cops? I don't know. So... They don't really want to call the cops because, you know, yeah. a lot of under, drugs. Uh, drugs and yeah. underage things possibly going on. The big rave going on. So we don't want to get them involved. So we're just going to start, uh, you know, checking things out. Maybe maybe she'll come back. Maybe she took off with whoever's car that was and they went to uh, some other fucking thing. Who knows? Uh, everybody's getting kind of nervous and then the sun goes down. Uh, already? Yeah, well, wow. I mean, I'm skipping a lot okay. because there was like a big fight between Hugh and Lori. And, oh. Uh, oh, you just left during the party. And, oh, I'm sorry. I got hammered and I passed out. I think you're with somebody else. I don't want to live here oh, anymore. God. You're being a bitch. Hey, we can't find harmony. Oh, no. Well, her Buddha statue and all of her weirdo incense and crap is gone, too. Okay, then she just left with somebody else. Hmm. All right. That's fine. <laughs> Nobody really cares. No, I don't, eh, whatever. Uh, now we're going to cut to that night. All right. So, so the sun has gone down. Uh, Mark and the slut chick are having themselves a little, little hanky panky session. They go out onto the front porch and this is where the slut chick actually exposes her breasts Mm. for about, uh, I would say two seconds. We Mm -hmm. get to see, they're not bad. They're, (laughs) I've seen better, but they're okay. Uh, she immediately therein gets impaled with some kind of a, um, uh, what I would say, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't, all we see is her like, Ugh, and then she spits a bunch of blood and then Mark goes, oh my God, she's dead. And then that's, that's about it. <laughs> okay. So I'm leaning towards impalement, but I cannot say for sure. Mark goes running inside. Oh my God. Mark turns into a right pussy like that. Mm-hmm. He just killed my girlfriend and she's out there. I don't know what am I going to do? And then everybody, 
okay, calm your ass down. Uh-huh. Start looking around outside. Now it's like a cornfield out there. We can. They now see the blood widow, and they see the dead body of the the slut chick. Okay. So, oh my god, there's a fucking killer out there. Look at him. He's fucking crazy. He's got a doll mask on. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Okay, you you is the the hero of the hour. We're uh-huh. gonna board this place up. We gotta call the cops. Okay, call the cops. Oh, she cut the phone line. Okay. Do are none of these men capable of going out there to? F- Uh, Allow me to explain. (laughs) Okay. This is where the magic crossbow comes into play. Mm. You see, Hugh has a crossbow. Mm -hmm. Why does he have a crossbow? Couldn't tell you. Okay. (laughs) Except that there is a crossbow on the premises. Lori, get my crossbow. I'll handle this myself. So she produces the crossbow. Uh, They board up the house. And he's like, I'm going to go out there and get that guy. So he goes out there. Right before he goes to leave, the power goes out. Oh, shit. What are we going to do now? The Blood Widow gets inside the house. Well, they quickly realize that the Blood Widow's inside the house because the only... Since you said that, to interrupt you, that is the brand new AR mini crossbow that I'm looking to get. An AR crossbow? Yeah, it shoots six shots. So if you break into my house, you're getting shot with that. You won't even hear it. Isn't that badass? Yeah. Okay. You, you won't even hear the, the... When you said, why would he have a crossbow? Well, well he has is... like the old school Daryl Dixon. <gasps> oh, okay. The big hunky thing <laughs> that you got to cock back and okay. you shoot it. And then you got to go look for your arrow for two hours because you don't know where the fuck it went. <laughs> and those things are like 40 bucks a piece now. Wow. So um, he's all fine. I'm going to go I'll handle this. Uh, but then the power goes out. How did you cut the power? Only way to cut the power would be from inside the house, knucklehead. Everybody, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's okay. just that's just what we have to sign off on. All right. Oh, shit, she's inside the house. Everybody starts running around screaming and freaking out. She's uh, in the basement, obviously. Right, but they, okay, this is particularly dumb. So Hugh goes running. Uh, he hits like the, I guess it was like a hallway door or a side door or something like that. Just as the Blood Widow is opening it, he reaches for it and the door smacks him right in the head and knocks him out. Okay. Everybody else goes hauling ass upstairs. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Uh, that's of course. Uh, so at this point, we're down to Hugh, who's unconscious. Uh, Kenneth, who's the only one making any sense. Mark, who is a right pussy. And Lori. They're okay. all upstairs. Lori's having all of a sudden a crisis of conscience. I have to help you. He's going to get killed down there. He doesn't even know what's going on. And they're all like, dude, dude, dude. We can't go back down there. Uh, the killer guy is down there, and he's going to kill you in... You know, Hugh's probably already dead. So now they reach the brilliant idea that what they want to do is they want to lower Lori out of the second floor window. Oh, God. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, this is what we're doing. We're going to lower her out of the, the second story window uh, down into the field where she can then haul ass uh, where, I have no idea, but go to find help. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I mean, not the route that I would have went, but it's something better than nothing, I guess. So, the only way to, to make this happen is to create kind of a human chain. So oh, my God. Lori gets out. Mark grabs her by the <sighs> arms. And Kenneth is holding Mark's feet. Is, is, well, that's the plan anyway. So, Lori gets out. She's dangling from the window. Mark grabs her arms. Starts lowering her down. And, again, <laughs> this is where, like, the structural differences of the house come into play. The Blood Widow then appears outside of the window and does like a swipe and cuts mm-hmm. both of Mark's arms off. Thus, Lori <laughs> plummets to the ground. Okay. Okay. I'm cool with it. 
I'm uh-huh. cool with that. That's pretty gnarly. Huh. Except the director sh- makes a big point of showing you the second story window. Okay. The blood <laughs> smear going down the wall from where right. Mark's arms was, were. And then, but the, there is nothing at all anywhere around that window that the blood widow could have been holding on to or unless she had like a Batman grappling hook or something like that. Uh-huh. But when when you see that scene, uh-huh. you see the blood widow and she's like holding on to something. You don't oh. see what she's holding on to. Because she's a ninja. I get Spider-Man. Okay. Is what it is. I was going to ask you, how did she manage to do this? Like, was she levitating? Yeah. And okay. She's got a hold of something. But when okay. you, when, since he, since he mm-hmm. went to the point of showing us the big blood smear going down the wall, we cannot help but notice that there is nothing anywhere near that fucking window for her to hold on to. <laughs> okay. So my guess is they had her up there on a, a scissor lift or something, and then they say, put your, put your arm up so it looks like you're holding on to something. Okay. And then swipe, and down she goes. Oh. And Lori falls and uh-huh. gets uh, knocked out, knocked okay. unconscious. Of course. Kenneth pulls uh, Mark back in. He's now dying, bleeding <laughs> out because his arms got cut off. And uh, this is when we're going to cut to um, Hugh downstairs. Uh, he comes to, and he's like, oh, what the fuck? Uh, Kenneth upstairs is rebarricating that room because mm-hmm. he knows that she can get in. So Lori is downstairs. All we see of Lori is the blood widow dragging her across the field back to the old abandoned house. Mm-hmm. Okay, very scary. Oh shit, Lori's in big trouble. What are we gonna do? This, this sounds better than if I had watched it. Uh, pro- you explaining it? <laughs> I, I am picturing this whole movie. Okay, I, I think I'm gonna make an argument that it's worth a watch at the end. Okay. It's not a good movie mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination, but I think that it is. By and far, not the worst thing I've seen. All we're going to get here for like the next five minutes is uh, flash cuts of Lori being dragged through the corn, up the porch of the abandoned place, uh, across the living room of the abandoned place, down the stairs of the basement of the abandoned place, and then she is um, secured to a pulley system uh, and like suspended from the ceiling. Now, the problem here... Excuse me, is that while Lori is suspended from the ceiling, she's not dangling. She's on her knees. Oh, okay. okay. So Lori comes to, she's like, she's got her hands bound and she's like, you know, hanging there. But, but she's on, her knees. on her knees. Okay. So really, she could just get her feet underneath her and stand up. Right. And then maybe like throw some kicks or something. Instead, she chooses just to dangle on her knees. Oh. Another another thing that caught my attention. Okay. I'm not nitpicking. I'm just saying this is something that's curious to me. Mm. Here comes the blood widow. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's down there, and she cuts the pants off of Lori. Lori is now conscious. She's, oh, you got to quit doing this to me. Oh, mm. you got to let me go. Uh, now we're going to cut across the way to Mark and Kenneth. Mark comes to. The sun is now up. It's now the next morning. Mm. Mark is up. He's like, Kenneth, what the hell happened? Oh, the blood widow. Or the killer, they don't ever, I don't think they ever use the term blood widow. Well, actually, they do. They, we get a little backstory here in a minute. But, oh, she took Lori. She dragged her across the way to the thing and uh, killed. Look, here's Mark. He didn't have any arms. And, uh, oh, shit, what are we going to do? I don't know. So now, you is on the case. Where did my crossbow go? Kind of like, look, uh, the Wilsons said they were going to be here tomorrow morning to help us clean up. So when they get here, we'll have them come in and maybe they can call the cops or something. 
Oh, All right. Okay. Okay, that's a solid point. We don't have time to wait for the Wilsons. They've got Lori. we got to go get her. Oh, fuck. Okay, so eventually Hugh bullies Kenneth into helping him go get Lori. So uh, away they go. They, uh, Kenneth has like a ball-peen hammer, uh-huh. and Hugh has his crossbow. Okay. And they're now going to launch a lightning raid into the old uh, abandoned whatever to get mm. Lori back. Mm-hmm. Inside the basement, the black or the blood widow has cut the pants off of Lori, mm. and she's got a gnarly cat of nine tails, and she's whipping Lori's legs with the oh. cat of nine tails. Now, again, all Lori has to do is stand up, and mm-hmm. she doesn't have to do that, but she okay. chooses to continue kneeling and getting the shit whipped out of her legs. Huh? Screaming, yelling, oh, fuck, fuck oh. me. Oh, that hurts so bad. They can hear her screaming from the field outside, so they uh-huh. go running inside. Uh, immediately they decide to split up because uh-huh. we can cover more ground that way. Okay. Uh, U gets it first. He gets the cat of nine tails to the face <laughs> and one of them catches him in the neck and opens up his, his oh neck. Oh so my dead. God. Okay. He's dead. Uh, Kenneth, uh, manages to put up a little bit of a fight with his ball peen hammer. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, eventually he gets stabbed to death also. <laughs> and that's pretty gnarly, but... She's the blood widow is just on the point of going back down to finish Lori off uh-huh. when she hears the Wilson's car coming up the driveway. Uh-huh. So now we cut to the the real house next door. Uh-huh. In walks the Wilsons. They're like, "Oh, those kids had a great party. Look at all this fun stuff. Here's a used condom." And then the blood widow pops up over there uh-huh. and kills both the Wilsons, stabby stab stab, and then goes back down there to finish uh, fucking with Lori. Okay. Lori, in the meantime, has managed to get free, mm. and she's trying to find a way out. She finds like a weird crawl space underneath the house uh she's you know what apparently she has trouble walking now because of the the leg whippings um crawls through the blood widow's like hey where'd she go oh she went into the crawl space so now we get like a cat and mouse thing through the house um eventually they come to a big uh fight back there in the torture chamber Lori actually puts a pretty good whipping on the 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 blood widow mm. knocks her around pretty good shatters like part of her mask off uh-huh. and kicks her down the stairs knocking the blood widow unconscious Lori's like okay i'm gonna get the fuck out of here now she goes hauling ass up the stairs to the out come out of the basement as soon as she gets to the the uh, living room floor she sees hugh's crossbow uh-huh. so she sits there for like five minutes, looking at the widow, looking at the crossbow, looking at the widow, looking at the crossbow. Eventually, she's like, I'm going to finish this bitch off. So she grabs the crossbow and goes walking back down into the basement. Like, okay. it's on now, Blood Widow. Mm. But as soon as she gets down there, uh, the Blood Widow does a uh, like a Game of Thrones move mm. and springs back to life, knocks the crossbow out of Lori's hand, and then beats her to death with a, uh, a wooden plank. All right. And then closes the basement door, and that's the end of the movie. Oh. <laughs> I like it. Okay. I like it. Hmm. Is this a good movie? No, not by any stretch of the imagination. I could try to sell it to you, inmates. I'm not going to, because then you're going to come back and kick my ass for having s- sat through an hour and a half of this. Did I enjoy it? Not particularly. <laughs> no, I did not. What I will say is that it's not the worst thing I've seen. Mm-hmm. I am horny for a female slasher villain. Mm. Not a not a jilted lover, not a witch, not a uh um just a crazy psycho uh fatal attraction kind of a thing. 
I want a female stealth killer, Michael Myers style, Jason mm-hmm. Voorhees style. Um, and I don't think we've had one. I would love a female slasher franchise. Yeah, and I just thought of one for you. Huh. So we have a chick who's just fed up with everything. She's just on the last leg. She's pissed at everybody. Okay. And so she is reading articles from the Scream movie, okay. the Scream franchise. Okay. Uh, what was his name? The, did they ever publish like who the actual killer was? What do you mean? The two guys. Yeah, it was uh, Stu and... Uh, the other yeah. dude. Yeah, Skeet Ulrich. So she's reading this, and now she's getting some ideas, going, you know what? Fuck my boss. I'm going to take care of him. And now we got her okay, coming off wearing the gown. We well, don't really have to do that mask. I don't like that. See, because yeah. then it's just Ghostface. Yeah, we don't have to do that. If you remember, I think it was Scream 2 when Ghostface was actually like somebody's mom or something like that. Mm-hmm. They would, but it was still Ghostface. It just happened to be a female inside the Ghostface gown. Yeah. So what we need is 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 our own female thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, I'm. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. And this is about the. I think the closest that I can get, really, for mm-hmm. now. And it's not that good. I think it's worth a watch anyway. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're bored and you want just a dumb no a nonsensical slasher, there is some boobs. Not as many as I would have liked to have seen. There's uh, some decent attempts at gore. Mm. Story's pretty weak. Writing's pretty weak. <laughs> Special effects are definitely weak. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm okay with it. I'll say that. I'm not okay. mad at it. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Monica, I demand you watch this movie. <laughs> or at least try. I almost feel like wanting to watch I, it just because of what I pictured. You're going to yell at me afterward, and that's fine. I'm used to you yelling at me. But... It can't be any worse than the Blood Widow I picked. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch that one. All right, let's take us a little break there, you Blood Widow, and we'll come back with some other stuff.
certain passion covers us at night. It's more than one desire. It's a bond that keeps us tight. The images of love burning in my soul. You are my ritual. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, Monica. We are back. With the ritual. With the ritual. Dan Reed coming in here with the ritual. I've never heard of that guy before in my life. Yes, guys, I picked that yeah, from the I 90s. Yeah, I had nothing to do with it. I had nothing to I'm do old. With it. I'm, well, yeah, you are old. Yeah, I'm, I'm old. old too, and I still had nothing to do with it. Uh, Monica, mm-hmm. should we ever find ourselves being hunted by some kind of a weird uh, lady mm-hmm. uh, slasher? I'll, I'll do. I'll handle it. I'll take care of it. <laughs> Let me do the talking. <laughs> I know how to. I know how to handle these things. I was gonna say, if that doesn't work, we can all gang up on her because she can only take one of us out while the others make a run. She can hang from a wall with nothing to hang on to. <laughs> she can literally elbow your head clean off your body. That's Woo! some scary shit, dude. Wow, is uh, she China O'Brien? I don't. I, no, I think she had blonde hair. Because <laughs> you get when the mask comes off, you get to see a little bit of her hair sticking out. Yeah, China had. Does she have blonde hair? It yeah, might be her. remember China O'Brien? Who the hell's China O'Brien? Oh my God, you don't remember China no. O'Brien? She was a badass kung fu champion that made all the ninety movies. Are you thinking of Cynthia Rothrock? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't her name oh, in one of the movies called China? It could be. I, I don't, dude. I have. <laughs> Let me just uh, double she check. She was a big part of my sexual awakenings. Yeah. I think she did a Playboy spread or penthouse or something. Yeah, China O'Brien was the name of the movie. Cynthia Rothrock. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Start a Cynthia Rothrock podcast. China (laughs) O'Brien. See? Nice. All right, then. How about a little what are you looking at there, kiddo? Hmm. What are you looking at? Uh, how about Don't Panic from 1988? Have you seen this one? Oh. You probably have. It's like a weird 
possession style movie. Kids start fucking around with a Ouija board. One of them then goes on a killing spree. But the best part of this movie is that the killer, the main kid, mm-hmm. uh, he's like a he's like college college age, and he spends like ninety nine percent of the movie wearing dinosaur pajamas. Oh <laughs> like, God! Like running around, <laughs> killing people with these giant red eyes in his. <laughs> His dinosaur jammies. Wow. <laughs> his dinosaur jammies. It's very distracting. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I don't think Deacon would wear those. He would tell him to grow up. <laughs> it's fine. Grow up. It's on uh, Shudder, if you give a shit. I also watched The Empty Man from 2021. Have you seen that one? Oh, yeah. Pretty the good Empty show. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a bad show. Man. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, the ending was a real twist. Mm-hmm. And it was like two like two and a half hours long, though. So Was it? It was a long one. It keeps you moving, though. Hmm. So that one, and I also watched The House on Haunted Hill from 1999. Oh, okay. That one just happened to pop up. So hmm. that's one of those ones that whenever it comes up, I just have to finish it. Yeah. Uh, that's all I'm looking at, kiddo. You got anything? Uh, I'm really bummed out. I forgot the name of the new uh, horror movie I watched. Can you tell me anything about it? Fuck, yeah, I can. It was like a slasher from beginning to end. Okay. These uh, like six people fly into an African resort. Hmm. They're on like a safari trip. Okay. But I'm going to have to look it up. But as soon as they get there, like... The whole place is abandoned. There's nobody around. And as soon as one person goes in to take a shower, the slashing already starts. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, if you can cop a name um, for me on that Fuck. One. I just checked out The Power yesterday, actually. I saw that on Shutter. Yeah. I didn't actually watch it, but you I saw it on too. It. No? Mm. What do you got? You got like a nun situation, right? Well, she was, uh, it was about the power outage in London in oh. 1974 or something. Okay. And so she was working in the hospital. Okay. It was a ghost film. Oh. Yeah. All right. I think you would like it since Skip it's it, a ghost maybe. film. Well, I like ghost movies. Um, I watched, what was that one called? The Believer? I don't know. Oh, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> I watched the Kong movie, of okay. course, and then I just started uh, binging them. Yeah. On Amazon. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. My my wife and kids are out of town for a week. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to rocket my way through Lovecraft Country. Oh, okay. That's my. Have you watched that one? No. I what is it called? Things. Lovecraft Country. No. It's on HBO Max. Oh, okay. I'm gonna try and. I heard good things about it. Huh. I'm a Lovecraft Dorcas, so it should be right up my alley. Okay. I'm going to check it out. Hmm. Uh, all right. That's all we're looking at, kid. How about a little immersion therapy? <laughs> immersion therapy. Did you get a chance to watch The Owners, Miss Monica? Uh, no. Uh, like English, white trash? Oh, wait, yes, I heard you guys talking about it. Yes, I did um, watch that. What did you think? Uh, it was okay. More of a comedy, right? It was slow for me. I mean, it, it was all That right. was the three guys and the one girl. Yeah. The boy, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was more of a comedy, it felt like. Really? I mean, you, you had to hate that one scummy guy. Yes. But he's the first one to die. 
Yeah. Good riddance to him. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was like, okay, the big dumb guy. And the couple's kind of fucking with him a little bit. Yeah. And he's just going along. <laughs> the hard part for me is Maisie Williams. She is she was the one chick. Oh, okay. And she played Arya Stark in Game of Thrones. Oh, I don't. I know you didn't. Yeah, you refused I refused to watch Game of Thrones, you <laughs> evil woman. But she was on Game of Thrones the entire span, so we saw her literally grow up from like age 8 to 18. Huh. Game of Thrones ran like 10 years. It's so weird seeing her like smoke cigarettes and drive a car and stuff. Yeah, she's not very cute. You don't think so? No. I thought she well, it's it's like I can't I can't even. You know what I mean? It's like your uh your best friend's little sister. Even though she's hot. Yeah. She's still your best friend's little sister. You grew up watching her. Yeah, you remember the time that she shat her pants on the swing set. But you don't feel that way over uh the other chick. What other chick? The the girl from the oh my god the Grinch movie oh no well that's a different story yeah because I only saw her once <laughs> Taylor Momsen from uh, yes. Three Reckless yeah and she to be honest she didn't really look like a human being in the in the Grinch movie I don't know what they call those little things but they're like uh, I don't know what do they call elves or something they, yeah she had the little funny nose and haircut. stuff yeah mm-hmm. so I I no I could still bang the shit out of Taylor Momsen. Arya Stark, on the other hand, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'd be like, uh, you put your clothes back on, young lady. You get out of here. <laughs> it's not a bad show, The Owners. You can find that. I think I found it on Hulu. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's, I felt more, more of a comedy than anything else. Home Invasion mm-hmm. goes horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dumb shit uh, kids that go in there end up becoming uh, science experiments. And it's always fucked up that somebody would do that. Well, don't break into somebody's house. No, no, that's what I mean. That oh, the they broke that. In. Yeah. Oh, they weren't expecting anybody to be there. Fucking jerk. Still, that's a still. Dick. Yeah. yeah. You deserve to get uh, diddled <laughs> and poked and prodded at. Uh, your immersion therapy for this week is going to be Violation from 2021, uh, directed by Dusty Mancinelli. This one is streaming on Shutter as we speak, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Check that shit out, and we will do the same and compare notes next week. Mm-hmm. Now, however, we must educate Miss Monica or me. Yeah, you. I guess me then. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> Educating Miss Monica. (laughs) My clues from last week. Uh, Me and the guys usually take an annual trip somewhere. Uh, This year we decided to go hiking in the Swedish woods. Uh, Everything was going pretty cool, except that most of these guys here don't really like each other anymore. And one of them got hurt. Of course, it's the big fat fuck, and now we got to take a shortcut through the woods. Weird house, weirder people, worshipping something they probably shouldn't. And, of course, I am The Ritual from yes. 2018. Great movie, by the mm-hmm. way. Absolutely. I love a sequel to that. I just want to see that goddamn thing again. I want to yeah. see that thing get loose in, like, a city or something. No! Because then it'll be over. It'll be like a joke. Well, It yeah. has to stay in the woods. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, keep it there. 
Maybe like a... We just get new hikers to go in. documentary crew goes in there, tries, mm. to, tries to track it down. Yeah, but I don't want the film footage Found kind. Fl- yeah, that's yeah. kind of rough. Yeah. All right. But, uh, Who might I be this week, you wonder? Mm. Well, the first thing you can do, Miss Monica, is take this job and shove it. Uh, we are working under illegal pretenses in far too hazardous conditions... And uh, we shouldn't be employing the type of people that we employ. Uh, Bad news, once this place goes out of business, which it will very soon because there's about to be a major industrial accident, all of our employees are going to hang around here and uh, come out at night and kill off the locals. Too bad for that single mom and her two daughters that just moved in because they're going to have to deal with the old workforce and their weirdo uh, implements that are used they are used and some of them may not have even been of legal age to be employed in this fashion oh fuck (laughs) once the sun goes down things get pretty wild around here oh yeah think about that (laughs) okay uh i will give you a single word hint hmm mining hmm I'm going to leave it at that. Think about that, inmates. I'll fill you in on who I am next week. Uh, in the meantime, thank you very much for listening. Like, comment, subscribe, wherever you found this show. That helps out our visibility. Wait, better. what movie are we doing? Join us next week for All the Boys Love Mandy Lane mm. here in uh, Female Villain Month, the Padded Room Podcast, courtesy of Cooper over at the Patreon page. You, too, could take control of the uh, running theme for the month. $5 donation is all it takes. Uh, head on over to paddedroompodcast.com. You'll find the link there along with anything else you need to know about us. In the meantime, for Buddy in Absentia, Miss Monica, who's here, uh, her dog's missing toe, I guess technically in Absentia, um, female slashers, be, be them sexy or less than sexy, uh, partiers, guys who get their arms chopped off in very strange ways, uh, elbows to the neck that cause decapitation and the padded room podcast I'm afraid visiting hours are over bye have a great week